Good morning, everybody. Um, thank you for ta- listening to Real Talk with Randy. Uh, this is Randy. And I just had a couple of thoughts I just wanted to throw out there. So this one's going to be fairly short. Um, I'm driving to work, so it might be unconventional to the podcast we're used to. But um, sometimes I just get ideas that I want to talk about. So sorry for any background noise. Um, so the first thing I wanted to really address was the misconceptions on mental illness. So I know, um, most of us, if not all of us have been guilty of, you know, you see somebody walking down the road and they're talking to themselves or, you know, the lady in the grocery store is, is super angry for no reason. And you know, hearing things that aren't there, and we look at them and say, oh my gosh, they're crazy, or, you know, ideas like that, and it's, you know, kind of joking, and, you know, you just let it go, and I wanted to comment on that and just expand on, you know, some of our ignorance as humans on mental illness, and, you know, the changes that can happen in your brain and how it is actually not you being crazy. So I was diagnosed with bipolar disorder, um, several years ago and, um, almost two decades ago, actually. And I did not want to accept that diagnosis. I knew for sure that I did not want to be crazy. I didn't want to be labeled as crazy. I didn't want to take meds for the rest of my life, like crazy people do. And it took me a long time to grow up and understand that people with mental illnesses are not crazy. Uh, Sometimes it can be triggered by trauma and events that happen in your life. And other times it can just be something you're born with, maybe a chemical imbalance, uh, something like that. Uh, so that's really just what I wanted to talk about today is how, in a quick version, how I've gotten through this so far. So bipolar disorder, in a nutshell, is just when you alternate between uh, manic episodes and um, depression, uh, manic depression. Uh, so the thing that I struggle with most is a manic uh, episodes. And the depression um, hasn't been as severe, but it's more of like the manic episodes. So I obviously sleep during manic episodes, but it's not as a restful sleep as others would get. And my mind races, so I am super productive and can multitask like crazy. And, you know, I just want to do this and this and this and, you know, I'll write a book and I'll start a podcast and I'm, you know, trying to excel at work and I'm doing all these things. And then all of a sudden a manic um, episode goes away and then I'm depressed. And then none of that stuff mattered anymore because, you know, I'll get to a point where I absolutely hate myself because of who I am and I don't want to take meds anymore. And you just start wanting to give up. And then in the nick of time, the manic episode comes back. And here I am again. You know, so it's a hard flip back and forth. It's really, really exhausting. And on top of that, the meds that I'm on 
make me really tired. So I love to sleep. Um, so anyways, um, I've grown up uh, with a pretty crazy life and, you know, that we haven't really addressed yet. And so I am assuming that a lot of this might have been brought on by trauma and, um, you know, how my brain functions. Your brain is very powerful. And um, I was discussing with somebody else the other day that your brain can protect you from things. And so that's one of the reasonings why people can develop mental illnesses because their brain function is just trying to protect you from what's happening. So anyways, another thing about bipolar disorder is that it is very closely related to borderline personality disorder. So borderline personality disorder is really uh, just more of a rapid cycling, if anything. Technically, in a DSM, it is labeled as a personality disorder and not a mood disorder, as bipolar disorder is. Now, rapid cycling according to experts in bipolar disorder is maybe a manic episode every three or four months in bipolar or in um, borderline personality disorder you can fluctuate uh, daily weekly it really just depends on what's triggering you from the outside there are several different views on both And the medication levels are, there's so many combinations of meds that you can take to get this under control. I went through, I don't know how many prescriptions, but it took a long time for me to find a combination of medication that worked and helped me function appropriately in work and in home life. And it doesn't make it just go away. And I think that's another misconception of this is that it doesn't make it just go away. It lessens the episodes so that you can function, but they're still there. I still go through manic episodes. I still get very depressed. And, you know, it's concerning that this is a lower version sometimes. I would assume if I wasn't medicated during the manic episodes, I probably would not sleep at all. Um, If I'm depressed, I don't know what would happen. But um, thankfully, I did find a medicine combination that does work. Now, with the rapid cycling, I'll probably have to start looking again and try to find something that helps so that maybe the cycles of anxiety aren't as bad. That's a pretty big struggle right now is anxiety attacks. Um, But the biggest thing is to find a support system that can accept you and how you function the way that you are. Now, don't look for a support system and have the expectation that you have a mental disorder and everybody needs to accept you the way that you are. Because ultimately, you don't want that. You want people that are going to be able to truly accept 
how you behave and who you are and be your friend or be your spouse or, you know, not scare away family. There's not a lot of people in the world that have the tools to deal with this and understand it. There's not a lot of therapists in the world who can either. And it would be, uh, it wouldn't be beneficial for you to have everybody in the world on the same page as you and say that they can accept it. And then you find out that they, they really can't. I've been through this. I've lost friends. I've lost relationships because of this disorder. And it was just at a time where I just couldn't control it. And I've lost really good people in my life because I wasn't able to control it to society's standards. And there is a degree of what is socially acceptable and what's not. And you have to understand that you cannot get into a city bus and start screaming at people just because you're in a manic episode and you're angry. You know, you can't walk around saying, oh my gosh, I hate my life. I just want to die because there's responses to either one and consequences to either one. And that's just a social norm that we have to get used to as somebody with bipolar disorder or borderline personality disorder, whatever it is, it doesn't make me a bad person and it doesn't make me crazy. It actually makes me look at the world in a different perspective and it helps with creativity. It helps to understand other people who struggle with depression. Some of the things that I do during these episodes are not what you would normally do with the quote-unquote normal you. Depression can take you into a place that is very dark. And I think that's the best thing to compare it to is um, if you look at somebody who's depressed or you've ever been depressed and you want to kill yourself. The person that you are and how you were thinking when you want to kill yourself is not who you were three weeks ago at your daughter's birthday party. Your mind has changed. Um, the chemicals, whatever it is, has changed and you're different. And you wouldn't normally think that way. So you have to take into consideration that with anybody who has a mental illness, whenever they're triggered or if they're in whatever stage or episode that they're in, they're not thinking the way that they normally would. And um, something that I'm working on now is trying to figure out who I am as a person and who I am as manic Randy and depressed Randy. They've all merged together so much. I don't really know who I am anymore and who really is me. Um, and, you know, I kind of cringe saying that because I don't, it kind of sounds like I'm three different people. And that's part of the, you know, the misconception of normal that I've given myself. And it takes a lot to publicly discuss a mental disorder. But I really want this to help people. 
So I will continue to post things like this, um, my history, and hopefully that will help people understand where this can come from and how it affects you in your life. Um, trauma that I've been through that might have triggered this, but um, I am open to any feedback, good or bad. Um, you can click on the message link um, within Anchor and send me a voice message. Um, give me some feedback. I would love to hear it. Um, and I will talk to you guys next time. Thank you for listening.